Jesus is enough. Welcome to Grace Walk Radio. I'm your host, Derek Lewandowski, and I'm here with my co-host, who's about 10 miles south of me, as we're doing this uh, via, well, how do, how do I say that? Via podcast app. Um, we, let, let, well, let's, let's not show behind the curtain okay. too much. We are using advanced technology to record remotely the via the most advanced systems that exist wow. today. You know what? There was actually no thunder in that at all. I built it up so well, and then it just kind of <laughs> crashed and burned with like, you know, no punchline, no just digital <laughs> technological jargon that we've probably lost most of our listeners already. Probably. Anyway, you know, from the Grace Walk Radio, I'm here with Caleb Berg. And uh, we believe that Jesus is enough. Or as they say in Hungarian, Jesus Eleg. Wow. Do you speak Hungarian? Uh, do you no. know any? Do you know any people from Hungary? Hmm. That's a good question. You know, I, I feel like I've met people who are Hungarian. I feel like there was a missionary. Wait, are that, you hungry? I'm hungry. But. I'm not Hungarian. Good. Then we've made, we've, we've made a good tie there. Our mission here at Grace Walk Radio is to um, talk about, preach, teach the gospel, remind you of the gospel in belief and practice, and to talk about how to live under grace in a modern world. Hope you listened to our last show where we talked about just how to walk by faith as Christians during the whole political um tornado that's around us right now and cultural tornado that we're in. Today, we're going to get back to the book of Galatians as we're in a podcast series now on the book of Galatians. So let's drop right in. We are in Galatians chapter one. I'm just going to read a couple of verses and then we're just going to talk about it and hopefully encourage one another and you in the gospel. Paul says, but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be a curse. That's Galatians 1.8. Now verse 9. As we've said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. This is a really funny picture, Caleb. I mean, it's like Paul saying, you know, if CNN says it's a real angel, you know, we we put our hand right through him and. You know, it's definitely a spirit. And then that angel spirit walks into your church and preaches a different gospel than salvation by grace through faith than Paul originally preached to the church of Galatia. Paul saying, you grab that angel by the wings, you know, if you can, and chuck him out. You know, he he is no friend of yours. And not only that, Paul actually goes as far as to say, if I preach a different gospel than the one I preached to you. So this is really, this is really telling of where Paul is telling us to appeal to for truth. Like where should we look for truth? And it's clear what he's saying not to do. We ought not appeal number yeah. one to our experiences or our feelings, right? They are unreliable. Yeah. Uh, so if somebody says I had an angelic visitation um, and he, if he preached a different gospel than the gospel of the apostles, you know, when it comes to your experience, so what? Who cares that you had saw an angel? Who cares that you had an experience? You you chuck it out uh, if it's inconsistent with the word of God, because 
The scripture says the spirit and the word agree. And then secondly, Paul is saying, don't appeal to man's authority. You know, Paul was of a very high office in the early church. He was an apostle and he's made an apostle by Christ himself in his, in his, you know, encounter with Christ on the road to Damascus and everything that happened in Arabia and, and all the, you know, spiritual download that he received from the Holy Spirit and the gospel that he preached. But Paul's saying, you know, even if I come in and preach a different gospel, you know, don't even listen to me. You know, make your appeal to Scripture. Make your appeal to, um, to what God has spoken through the prophets and what God had foretold. And, and, and for us now, eventually, what God has written through his apostles and, of course, to the words of Christ in the Gospels. So, it's, you know, it's, it's really telling because I think, I think you see a lot of the opposite of that happening in society. People base truth on their experiences or they base truth on the traditions of their church, which is a way of trusting in man as final authority um, you know, the, the traditions of their denomination or their church or, uh, you know, uh, anything that has been handed down. Paul says, don't do that. We have to go back to the words of Christ. We have to go back to the gospel. Yeah. I think it's important to see like just the gravity of all of that. You know, here's Paul, like you said, he, his ministry is, is as an apostle, um, but he is subjecting himself as well as an angel from heaven but in the context of that i think that also includes any other you know like any doctor teacher master um prophet priest whatever title we come up with for anything bishop um you know the more the scriptural terminology like elder uh overseer uh anybody has to submit themselves to the final authority of scripture so we, we tend to look at church history and church teaching with a lot of weight. Like we, we do give weight to the traditions in the church as far as, you know, what we consider orthodox, but all of that has to submit to the word of God. It, it can't be contrary to it. So if you do find something in church history or church tradition, your specific church tradition, your local church that you're part of, um, that is outside of this, if it's, you know, in some way adding to the gospel, it, it's got to be discarded because scripture supersedes all of those things. Well, that's what Paul, the, that's what, I'm sorry, not Paul. That's what uh, Martin Luther ran into in the early days of the Reformation, right? He was fighting against a, yeah. a very corrupt uh, Catholic church system that was a combination of church and state in many ways. And they inserted all of these uh, unbiblical traditions that they claimed were you know, part of the true Christian faith. I mean, one of the main ones was indulgences, the selling of indulgences, that somehow, you know, through payment, you could purchase someone's soul out of, you know, an intermediate state of purgatory for 500 years or uh, for a millennium or something, um, you know, through, through payment. And, you know, Paul's, I keep saying Paul, Martin Luther's argument was, um, look, Either Jesus' sacrifice was complete and paid the whole price, or it meant nothing. And for you to say that indulgences somehow pays for time, uh, you know, out of purgatory, or you know, somehow you know removes punishment in some way, and that that's needed somehow, uh, or even the existence of purgatory itself, is to say that Jesus' sacrifice wasn't enough. It's it's a mockery 
of the sacrifice of Christ and the one who said it is finished. And so, you know, there you have an example of, you know, fighting against a church tradition that was completely unscriptural. Um, and Martin Luther was willing to take a stand against that because it was not consistent with the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in, in his day, I mean, man, you know, talk about, uh, a, a tumultuous time to proclaim the gospel. Um, you know, as the reformation is taking place across Europe and, you know, he's, they're pro- proclaiming the true gospel. Martin Luther is facing excommunication and, and <laughs> potential execution, you know, and, and many men and women gave their lives for the gospel at that time. You know, so you know, we can look back at things even like the gospel that Martin Luther and John Calvin and some of these great reformers preached. And we can look at it and be grateful for it and, and learn from it. I myself have learned greatly from reading those, those guys and the things that they've laid down. But if it's, you know, again, if it's not submitted to the authority of scripture, you know, it has to, those, those things need to be discarded. And, you know, for Paul to even say that about himself, you know, I mean, <laughs> that's not really fitting with the current models of like how to be the best leader or how to be the most influential person. You don't go out there and say like, Hey, if you guys hear me saying something contrary to this message, I'm, I'm to be accursed. That's, that's not how you uh, build. No, it's like, it, you know, a lot, a lot of leaders, religious leaders, that's how cults happen. Uh, cults form <clears throat> is they, they make themselves the final authority. And they say, they say things like, I'm the Lord's chosen. I'm the Lord's anointed. And, um, you know, Paul actually set himself aside in this text and said, don't listen to me if I start preaching something different. And, and of course, in context, you yeah. know, false teachers called Judaizers who had come in and, and tried to reinsert obedience to the law of Moses, starting with circumcision as a means of righteousness. And Paul said, not the gospel, not Christianity. And if I start preaching anything like that, you should kick me out too. If an angel comes and preaches that, you should kick him out too. And, you know, I, I guess just two quick thoughts uh, for me in, in closing uh, this discussion on this text. Uh, number one, there is a time for controversy um, in the body uh, or with uh, a professing uh, Christian who is straying from the gospel. Uh, I mean, there are other doctrines you can have a spectrum on, you know, like spiritual gifts. Um, You know, there's Christians are all over the spectrum on uh, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, what's the evidence for being filled with the Holy Spirit? And, um, you know, are are spiritual gifts for today? Are they not for today? Like and and even within um, cessationism, there's a spectrum. Um, there's a spectrum within, you know, the egalitarian, complementarian discussion in Scripture and the role of women in the church. But when it comes to this doctrine of how a man is justified before God, you don't and cannot have a spectrum. Um, and and that, that's, the, that's why Paul is so livid here. It, to, to cease to believe in justification by faith is to cease to be a Christian church. And so Paul's willing to have a controversy. And, and Paul was not always willing to have a controversy or a conflict. He was often willing to lay aside his preferences uh, and become all things to all men to win some. He's very clear on that in other parts of scripture. But when it comes to this 
hey, let's fight. You know, I'm, I'm putting my flag in this hill and I'm going to die in this hill. And, and I think sometimes when Christians debate or argue over these things, you have, you know, I think the modern mentality, you know, comes in and says, oh, just be nice. You know, be, <laughs> Jesus, be like Jesus. He wouldn't. You mean the, the one who made a, a whip in the temple and, and cast out the money changers? You mean that Jesus? So there is a time to have a controversy and to use very, very strong language and strong terms to defend the gospel. And I guess that's my first thought there. And I'll, I'll let you comment maybe just in a second, Caleb. My second thought is, is just okay. the, simple, the simple idea that the gospel is for Christians. The Christians need the gospel. We don't yeah. move on from it. We only move on in it. Um, you know, as I quoted recently, I can't remember who the quote was. Was it Stott? Um, we only move on in the gospel. But, you know, it, it's the answer for Christians in every facet of life. Are you suffering? You need the gospel. Are you struggling with sin? You need the gospel. Are you a young Christian? You need the gospel. Are you an old Christian? You need the gospel. And, and just a reminder here, this book really is a reminder that we need to really hold fast to it. And it's just as important for Christians as it is for non-Christians. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say amen to all of that. And just that there is definitely a need for people to, to hold strongly to these precious truths. You know, defending the gospel is not to say like, oh, I have to prove that it's right. The gospel doesn't need me to prove it. But I can defend the gospel in that I want to make sure in my family, in my church, with my friends, in, in the places I have um, some sort of influence um, that I'm, I'm saying that this is what we're going to stand on and nothing else. Um, so, you know, again, we don't move past it. We move on in it. Uh, but I want to make sure that in my life that I'm making uh, it clear that for me, this is this is where it's at. I'm not going to settle for less. I'm not going to settle for something else, um, especially, you know, in, in the church world today. I, th I think we need people who love and seek after the truth. And, and to me, that means protecting the gospel in the, in the sense of like, let's keep yeah. it central in the, yeah. in the church. Amen to that. Caleb, would you close us in prayer? Yeah. Father, we thank you uh, for the truth that you've given us in your word. We thank you for uh, the gospel that Jesus came and died for us and rose again. And that you've given us this precious truth and, and the freedom that it all affords for us. And I just ask that you would give us clearer understanding of it, that you would give us uh, more teaching on it, you know, from all over the place, that there would be people who are raised up who can proclaim the gospel in, in this nation and around the world. We ask for a revival of gospel teaching in, to take place around this world. And uh, I just ask that these truths would sink down deep into our hearts, Father. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Um, also, thanks to our sponsor, That Vacation Co. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Grace Walk Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening. And remember, Jesus is enough. 